cover your prayers this morning as I share with you some very familiar verses of Scripture, verses that tells us about uh, mothers and about the worth of a mother and the qualities of a mother and the characteristics of a godly mother that Solomon was able to pin for us. And I want to share those verses with you in Proverbs, the 31st chapter, verses 10 through 31. So would you please stand for the reading of God's word today? Proverbs 31, beginning at verse 10, and says, Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and will not, and not all evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant ship. She bringeth her food from afar. She rises also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field and buyeth it and with the fruits of her hands she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good and her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle and her hands hold the distaff. She stretcheth out her hands to the poor. Yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself covering of tapestry, and clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linens, and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchants. She strengthens and honor, strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor and deceitful and, and beauty is vain, but a woman uh, that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. May God add his blessings to the reading of his word. Would you bow with us in a word of prayer? Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you today for being able to look into your word and just see I have these qualities of the, a godly woman, a godly mother can set beside those that you've blessed us with. And we thank you, Lord, for Christian homes. We thank you, Lord, for mothers who are so dedicated to you, Lord, that they would strive to raise their families in the way that you would have. And I just ask you, Lord, as we gather here today, a special blessing on these mothers that are here, that, Lord, they may feel that special touch of your love even today as we go about celebrating this special time of Mother's Day. Guide us now, Lord, as we discern the scriptures and listen to you speak to our hearts. In your precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Maybe seated. <clears throat> Probably you are, but as best you can, if you're not, it'd be an awfully good idea to sit with your mom today. Uh, and we're so grateful today for this time that we can uh, honor our mothers. You know, the word mother or mom or mama, whatever you choose to call that special lady the Lord has sent, 
Uh, it just seems like it has a soothing sound to, to me. I always said mother. So it just has a soothing sound to me to say the word mother. And I believe that, that God has blessed us with godly uh, mothers who was able to teach us how to live our lives and spent most of hers trying to do that. And it is just a, a wonderful way, you know, most mothers uh, are troubled most when their children are troubled. Most mothers are saddest most when the children are sad. And uh, we're grateful for that. And as I look and listen to these words, it talks about a virtuous woman. What is a virtuous woman? It's a woman who has worth, having the worth and having the moral righteousness that God was able to instill in their lives, not only for their own good and for their own uh, feelings of, of, in, of completeness in God, but also for the family. And I know that when the Bible says, train up a child in a way it should go and when he is old, he will not depart from it. I believe it's talking to mom and yet dad, I know that uh, it is talking to us too. I think it is a parent thing, but okay, dads, it's Mother's Day, so we'll kind of center in on the quality and the, the reason that we know that we're so blessed with these mothers that we have. But you know, the world is full of mothers who does not take to heart the, the blessedness of believing in God and leading their children and families in that direction. And so that, that's one need we have today of praying for mothers who does not allow the children to grow up under the influence of God's love. And as I was uh, thinking about this, I ran across a story and talking about love. This young man was uh, going to have a date for the prom. So he uh, went to the drugstore and he told the druggist, he said, I want three presents. I want a, a present wrapped with one pound of candy. I want a present wrapped with three pounds of candy and one wrapped with five pounds of candy. Because you see, sir, I've got a date with the prettiest girl in our school and uh, I just want to impress her. And he said, well, I want to, you want all three wrapped separate? Yes, I sure do, he said. And so he said, well, could I ask what the significance of these three presents are? Well, he said, sure said, if I get to hold her hand, I'll give her a one pound of candy. If I get to hug her neck, I'll give her the three pound of candy. But if I get to kiss her, I'll give her five pound of candy. So he went out, left, and went on uh, his way. And that night he went to pick her up, and it was to have a little meal with the family, her family, uh, before they'd go on their, their prom date. Went in, sat down at the table, and they asked him to return thanks. Well, he began to pray, and he prayed. And he prayed, just keep on praying and praying with a special thought in his mind. And finally he said, amen. And his girlfriend said, well, I didn't realize you were so religious. He said, I didn't realize your daddy was a druggist. <laughs> he didn't know where to stop and what was going to start when he did. <clears throat> so it is sometimes we get cramped in situations. But, uh, but as we think about moms, and you know, the Bible is full of Christian moms. I just love to read about uh, the moms that are listed all the way from Hannah to, I, I like to read the story of the, there in Second Kings that talks about the Shunammite woman. Uh, she had prayed that she would have children and she had gotten old in years and the Bible tells a lot about women who, and I just heard on the news the other day that a lady 50 years old was going to have a baby and I thought, Wow. But she didn't have children and she had prayed that God would bless her with children and, and she had dealt with Elisha the prophet and uh, he had promised her that that would happen and it did. But before the kid was born to Hannah, which was going to be Samuel, she told God, she said, if you can bless me with a child, 
I will dedicate him to you for the rest of, for all of his life. And so it was that the child Samuel was born. And so uh, uh, Hannah did in the time of uh, winning or however it was, uh, the child, while he took, she took her or him to the temple and asked Elisha, said, here's my son. I dedicate him to God. And he became that dedicated person because of the faith of a woman, the faith of a mother that was able to put things in the hands of God. And so today, you know, we celebrate Mother's Day because those mothers in our lives are very special. And one of the things that I believe, you know, we try to think about a, some kind of a flower to give mom, and that's quite in order. A rose, certainly so, as we shared just a moment ago. But you know, some of the most beautiful flowers, it's not a little red, uh, what, that's a rose, right? It's not a little red rose that you might give to someone on a stem or in a vase. It's words of encouragement, words of thanks. And you know, there's no greater feeling, I'm sure, to a mother than to hear a child say, Mama, I love you. And if you can't hug your mother's neck today, then you've been blessed with a mother that we trust that's already in heaven with Jesus. But if by chance you can still hug your mom, please do so. Because that's some of the flowers that I believe that we need to give to the living. And it is said that uh, the sculptor who did the uh, Statue of Liberty there in New York, there on the little out, Bedsoe Island, whatever it was, that he used his mother for the example to, to uh, carve out or to sculpture the, the Statue of Liberty. He wanted to, to have it to represent uh, uh, free and, uh, freedom and, and peace, and he knew that his mother would represent that very much for him. So as I read these verses, it seems like that we can find verses like wants us to look back into the book of Psalms. Psalms 119, 33 says, Teach me, O Lord, the ways of thy statues, and I will keep them to the end. A mom that is ready to do that is a mom who is ready to do what God has called him to do. You know, the first mother in the world was Eve. And Eve was not uh, born into this world to one day become a mother. She, he was, or she was, the firstborn mother. And I believe that mothers are not necessarily born, they are sent. And I believe it is such a quality in women that are able to to have this blessedness that God can give them. And, and uh, as we look at these verses, it seems like that we see the need of a Christian mom in the world today. It is such a, uh, such a need that the world is just starving to see Christian homes. And uh, I'm sure that if I were to ask you, you would be wanting hurriedly to thank God for that mom that you were able to have in this world. But as I say, there are moms that puts more emphasis on having a babysitter to be the television or some kind of an uh, iPod game than it is to talk about the quality of life that we need to have in knowing Jesus as Savior. And so the next time maybe you see a little bit too much of that going on, I want you to know that your highest reward will come when you deal with the lower things of life, which will be the things that helps children to have their priorities in the right place. Uh, you know, a, a mom is someone to you, to a third grader, uh, that might be mama, uh, to, a, to a fifth grader, it might be mother, and on and on you might go. But no greater joy, and I remember being in a crowd and being able to introduce my mother and just to simply say, this is my mom, this is my mother. Do you remember being able to do that? You know, you, I won't read it, but I did put in the bulletin for this week uh, uh, a poem that I'd written my mom before she passed away. 
And I began to, before Mother's Day, a few days, I began to think about what I could get my mother for Mother's Day. And I realized about the flower and the pretty, and I knew she loved flowers. She grew them all of her life. But I realized that there was a flower that I needed to give her while she was living. And I, I simply wrote that poem to her. Here's my flower while you're living. Here's my prayer. Here's my gift while I can say. You're the finest mother in the world. Happy Mother's Day. And so I feel like that that's one of the needs that we have even today is to let our, let our mothers, our parents know how special they are. And speaking of special, Mom, I want you to know you are indeed a special person. You were called by God himself to raise your family. And I know us dads are to have a part in that. But it seems to me like the mom has a more caring, loving touch than us men kind of on the rougher side maybe. But I'm so grateful for that touch that God instilled in moms and in my own to make it possible for us to grow up in the nurture and the admonition of God. As I said, Proverbs 22, and I just love to read Solomon's words. He, he's such a poetic person. And uh, <clears throat> talking about a, a special vessel that God can raise up in our lives, and that would be the mom that we can read on and on in the Bible about those moms that God called. We know that uh, it, there was, as I spoke about, Hannah and then the, the, the Shunammite woman, and certainly don't want to dis discard the fact that we know that God called Mary to be the mother of Jesus one of the greatest mothers the world has ever known. And yet, when I think about that, I know her love for Jesus was greater than you can imagine and even, if possible, greater than your love for your child. And yet, when Jesus was born into this world, she, he was born to be Mary's son. But when Jesus left this world, he left to be Mary's savior. And what a wonderful thing it is that we have that example of love that God showed us through through Mary and, and her blessedness of uh, being able to share uh, these things. And, you know, <clears throat> I was thinking about Mother's Day, and, and I remember a while back I was thinking about uh, if only I knew things in my life. You know, here today, if only I knew that this was the last time that we could come together to worship God, I'd tell you all to join hands and let's ask God to be in our presence more than ever. If I only knew that tomorrow wouldn't come, I would ask you to forgive me if anything I may have done. If only I knew that there would be things in my life that would not be pleasing to God, I would get on my knees and ask God to forgive me of the wrongs that I may have done. If only I knew that I wouldn't hear your voice again, I would ask you to talk to me. I'd ask you to share with me if only I knew that I wouldn't be able to tell you I love you again, I would say I love you with all my heart, and I know God loves you too. If only I knew. You know, sometimes we don't really know, and it's so evident in the lives of many people. But I believe there's an urgent notice coming out to you and I today, and that is to use the if only I knew attitude to share with someone else, share with a neighbor, a friend, someone that's lost, someone that doesn't know Jesus, someone that doesn't know the joy in knowing the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What an awesome privilege we have to share that with someone else. If only I knew that God was through with me, I wouldn't want you to go quite yet. I would want to share more about God's love. 
I would want to share that blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. If only I knew, I would tell you about Jesus and his love for you that's greater than you can imagine that will lead you in a direction that you haven't seen yet. If only I knew how important I was to God and you, we would surely thank Jesus for all he has done. We would surely thank him. We've talked about in a Sunday school class that sometimes people feel like that they want a dramatic experience with God. You know, it's not fair for us to ask Jesus to go to the cross again. It's not fair to ask him to suffer again for our sins. That's more dramatic than the world has ever seen or will ever see. And that's how much he loved you. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn us, but that the world, you and I, everybody could be saved. Do you know Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord of your life today? I want to ask you, Mom, there may be something here today that you need to do. If only you knew that it wouldn't be an opportunity to come again, what would you need to do today? You might want to gather your family. You might want to come to an altar of prayer. You just might want to thank Jesus for the family that he has blessed you with. Would you bow with us in prayer? Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we do thank you so much for our mothers. Those, Lord, that have already gone on to be with you. And I just ask you, Lord, to give them a hug and let them know that we love you as I know they do. And Lord, I just thank you so much for the mothers of our church. Those, Lord, that have been so uh, committed and so full of faith to follow where you would lead them. And we're so grateful for that. But we ask you, Lord, to help those mothers that maybe not here today, but somewhere... It's leaving you out. And we pray, Lord, an earnest prayer for those that have not let you guide them in the family raising. And Lord, just help us all to strive harder each day to have our children and our families to reflect your love in, in whatever we do and wherever we go. Guide us, O oh God, in this time of invitation. And if there be something that needs to be done today, if only we knew this was the last day, our last opportunity we might want to do just that. Guide us, O oh God, in your precious and holy name we pray. Amen.